On today's episode of the Regression to the Beam podcast, we have our Week 12 wide receiver ranking solo pod here today. No Aiden, no Keegan, just your host, Sean. New intro too. Trying things out. Let us know what you think here on the audio. It's a big week. We have football on Thursday. We got football on Friday. Let's go. Got football on Saturday and football on Sunday. It is going to be a busy one. Thanksgiving, as always, is a big opportunity to spend time with loved ones, eat great food, but watch the game we all love. It's a big betting day. It is a big fantasy football day, and we want to make sure that you are prepped considering we are three weeks out from the fantasy playoffs. Every start-sit decision gets more crucial as we get to this part of the season. But before we dive in, today's episode of the Regression to the Mean podcast is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. If you are eliminated for the playoffs, it doesn't mean that you can't put your knowledge to the test and still win cash prizes on Underdog Fantasy. I have a opportunity in Pick'em here that I think could win big on Turkey Day. This is the Turkey Day RTM Pick'em Lobby selection here. I've got Christian Watson higher than a half rush or receiving touchdown. That is a 1.7 multiplier. I've got Tony Pollard higher three receptions, and I've got Zach Charbonnet higher three and a half receptions. If you were to put $100 into this pick all three hit, you could see a max payout here of $1,050. If you have not signed up yet for Underdog Fantasy, Promo code RTM. They will match up to 100% of your deposit with that promo code. Promo code RTM. 100% of your deposit. You throw down 50, you'll get 100. Put 100 on this pick'em and have the best Thanksgiving possible. Thank you for our friends over at Underdog Fantasy. We appreciate you. Week 12, wide receiver rankings. I'm not going to say it's a doozy, but we have no buys. And I just said something it's a doozy, so I'm, I'm losing the audience already here. If you are new to our ranking show, I have ranked the top 48 wide receivers for PPR, and I've broken them into tiers. I'm going to go through each tier, give some thoughts on some guys, and mostly the thoughts I give are guys that I'm higher or lower on, and then against expert consensus rankings over on Fantasy Pros. As always, the rankings here that we are showing in the video and on audio are available in the podcast description or the video description. The first tier that I have got here is the big five. Number one, CeeDee Lamb. Number two, Stephon Diggs. Number three, A.J. Brown. At number four, Tyreek Hill. Number five, Amon Ross St. Brown. My thoughts on CeeDee Lamb. If you're playing him this week against the Commanders, pray. Pray. Stephon Diggs is my first big winner here, big riser here in my rankings. I've got him three spots ahead of expert consensus rankings. Mostly because this is an up and paced matchup against a suspect secondary. Diggs has been relatively quiet for two to three weeks now. I'm expecting a major bounce back for Diggs. I've got Tyreek Hill two spots down against experts and consensus rankings. He's got incredible usage, incredible production, uh, but he's got a brutal matchup against the Jets secondary that just really doesn't surrender points to wide receivers. So obviously starting these five guys, it's kind of hemming and hawing at this point, moving them up and down in the top five. If you got these five, you're starting them with confidence. The next range here is where I'm, I'm kind of putting kind of putting them on the table. I'm kind of putting my nuts on the table here with, with some of these rankings. I got Pukunuku at six, Mike Evans at seven, Michael Pittman at eight, Keenan Allen at nine, 
Brandon Ayuk at 10. So I've got Puka up big time, four spots ahead of expert consensus rankings. He is in a great matchup versus a bad Cardinal secondary where he'll be virtually unchallenged for targets with with uh, Cooper Cup most likely out. These rankings too, just for your own um, sanity, I, I'm projecting that Jefferson Cup and OBJ are out. So that would change things if those guys are playing, in my opinion. But Puka at six, uh, this guy's going to see 10 targets against the Cardinals this week. And the Cardinals do not have a good secondary. Other risers and fallers in this range, I've got Ayuk down two spots against expert consensus rankings. Love me some Brandon Ayuk, but this game projects to be a little bit slower. Uh, and Seattle's got relatively good corners. Tariq Quillen is a good corner, so it could be a little bit difficult for Ayuk. I just expect this to be a big CMC game. So that's why I'm moving him down a bit. Uh, Keenan Allen, I've got him down three spots as well. I expect this to be a big Austin Eckler week for the Chargers. The next tier of guys here that I have are wide receivers 11 through 16. I've got Tank Dell at 11, Jamar Chase at 12, Devontae Smith at 13, Chris Olave at 14, Adam Thielen at 15, Devontae Adams at 16. In my opinion, Tank Dell is the clear-cut wide receiver one in this offense. He's the number five wide receiver in usage, number five wide receiver in points per game over the past month. Probably could have him higher. I'm probably being a little bit conservative. I only have him one spot ahead of expert consensus rankings. Uh, but I think if he has another big week, it's going to be very hard to keep him out of the top eight weekly. Jamar Chase, I've got him five spots ahead of expert consensus rankings. He's the 12th in usage and 12th in production over his last four games. T. Higgins remains sidelined with his hamstring. He did not practice today on Wednesday. I am of the belief that Jake Browning will be okay. Not good, not dreadful, but middling. And I think Jamar Chase can get by with his talent, with a decent offensive infrastructure, and a middling QB, in my opinion. I don't think there's a corner on the Steelers that can guard him either. So I feel good about Jamar Chase this week. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I'm going down with Jamar Chase. I'm comfortable with that. Wide receiver 16, I've got him down five spots as Devontae Adams. I think this is going to be a really long day for Aiden O'Connell against this Chiefs front. Adams usage has him around the mid-tier wide receiver two range, around wide receiver 18. He's a positive regression candidate. Even if positive regression hits, you're looking at like a top 15, top 16 play, in my opinion. Hard to move him up higher. I think this is kind of a legacy ranking by expert consensus rankings. We're about halfway here through the rankings. We appreciate you, as always, for being a part of this community, watching these videos, engaging with us in the comments. If you haven't had a chance yet and you're new to this channel or you've came back to these videos a couple of times, if you're part of the 70% of the people that watch these videos and don't subscribe to our channel, go ahead, subscribe to this channel. It's the number one way you can support us. The channel is completely free. We're trying to get to 1,000 subscribers. That's our goal before the end of the season. We'd love to make that happen, but we can't do it without you. Moving on to the next tier, guys. I have DJ Moore at 17. Thank you, Justin Fields, for coming back. We appreciate you. DK Metcalf, wide receiver 18. Nico Collins, wide receiver 19. Calvin Ridley, wide receiver 20. Christian Kirk, wide receiver 21. Jalen Waddle, wide receiver 22. Debo Samuel, 23. And Garrett Wilson, 24. With Zay Jones back, it is time to officially put Calvin Ridley ahead of Christian Kirk. I know that sounds stupid, but all three of Calvin Ridley's 100-yard receiving games this year have come with Zay Jones in the lineup. It's stupid, but it's true. What are we doing, Doug Peterson? Your offense looks borderline unstoppable the minute you start to give Calvin Ridley layup targets where he's not facing press man coverage against 
some of the best corners in the game are just double teams, flat like flat out. I know Christian Kirk's awesome. You want to get him in space. I know Evan Ingram's awesome. You want to get him in space. But why don't we get your best receiver layup targets? And when you did Eddie scores two touchdowns, goes over 100, your offense looks unstoppable. With Zay Jones back in the lineup, I think Calvin Ridley is primed to have a mega big stretch run. Other guys in this range that I'm excited about, Excited about DK. Charverius Ward's gotten uh, torched uh, by DK Metcalf multiple times over the past year. And so I, I feel pretty good about DK Metcalf in this matchup. And matchup. Oh, Jesus. In this matchup, Jalen Waddle, I've got him down two spots. Garrett Wilson. I haven't, I don't have him really the big discrepancy against DCR. I might move him down to maybe get like Zay Flowers higher up in that range. I think this QB change might somehow be a downgrade from Tim Boyle to Zach Wilson. Tim Boyle's never been good. I've seen some stats out there. He threw one touchdown or two touchdowns. I forgot it was something absurd at UConn. Like he had no production in college and he's basically on the Jets because he's friends with Aaron Rodgers. It just seems like an absolute nightmare. If Trevor Simeon were to play in this game, I'd feel a little bit more confident about Garrett Wilson, Trevor Simeon, someone who's had some competent stretches in the NFL. But I think Tim Boyle might just be a downgrade, though. We'll see. We'll see. What do I know? I'm not an NFL coach. Next range of guys that I have here, wide receivers 25 through wide receivers 34. DeAndre Hopkins, 25. Zay Flowers, 26. Scary Terry McLaurin, 27. Chris Godwin, 28. Tyler Lockett, 29. Deontay Johnson, 30, Cortland Sutton, 31, Jordan Addison, 32, Amari Cooper, 33, Drake London, 34. 10 guys, wide range, pretty big tier here. Uh, Zay Flowers is someone who's very intriguing with Mark Andrews, OBJ, and Bateman banged up. OBJ didn't practice today. Rashad Bateman left practice with a foot injury. Mark Andrews is on. I don't know if he's in place on IR, but his regular season's over at least. I think this could be a massive week for Zay Flowers, and we've seen how bad this Chargers secondary is. I mean, it sucks. Uh, Zay Flowers' usage and production hasn't really been great over the past four weeks, but I think things are going to consolidate. I think you can see like 10 targets for Zay Flowers. Uh, it could be a big week for him. Uh, another guy that I'm intrigued with is Deontay Johnson. I have him wide receiver 30. Zay Flowers wide receiver 26 again. I think Deontay has an opportunity to really write a poor stretch. It's probably his worst stretch he's had in his career when healthy in back-to-back weeks. He has had like less than six fantasy points. He's a major positive regression candidate, though. Uh, wide receiver six usage, wide receiver 39 production. He's gotten hit hard by Kenny Pickett's ineptitude. But you have to imagine the change in OC will have a nice bump in production, kind of be the rising tide that raises all ships. Uh, the one thing, though, is this matchup's kind of bad for pace. Uh, I, I think it might be a slow slog. So, uh, yeah, it's it's tough. I want to move him up higher, but it's I, I can't get him ahead of Chris Godwin, who has a juicy matchup this week against the Colts. And the Colts' secondary isn't good. That game's going to be up in pace. Oh, jeez, I might have to move Godwin up. It gets tough though. I like I genuinely want to move Garrett Wilson into the 30s, like into the Deontay Johnson range. It's just hard considering he has the wide receiver four usage. Garrett Wilson does. I, I'm I'm ranting. This is why Aiden and Keegan are usually on the show. Next range of guys that I have here: Jaden Reed at 30, wide receiver 35, Christian Watson, wide receiver 36, Romeo Dogs, wide receiver 37, Marquise Brown, wide receiver 38, Rishi Rice, 39, and Josh Downs, 40. 
Um, this range here, I just have all three uh, Packers. Great matchup against Detroit. Detroit has a pass funnel offense. I kind of like Christian Watson here. Um, I've got him 15 spots ahead of expert consensus rankings. I've got Dobbs eight spots and Jaden Reed four. So I'm, I'm high on this whole trio of wide receivers. Luke Musgrave is landing on IR. Uh, people are pumping up Tucker Craft. I get it. He was good in college. No, I'm not trying to poo-poo Tucker Craft, but I think that if any targets were going to be redistributed that were going to Luke Musgrave, I have to imagine that Christian Watson might be getting some of those seam routes over the middle. Just seems like a natural fit for him. Uh, if he could, if he could see some easier targets, and Jordan Love can continue to progress because Love has looked a lot better over the last month. I feel really good about Watson. He's got the wide receiver 37 production, wide receiver 70. He's got the wide receiver 37 usage and the wide receiver 71 production, though. It's You have to think he's going to hit home on one of these big plays. And, and you've got Jaden Reed, who's the inverse, where he gets layup targets, rushing opportunities. He's a major negative regression candidate. I love Reed. I love Watson. I'm a, I like Dobbs. Dobbs has seven receiving touchdowns this year, so... I think all three of these guys are in play considering the Lions secondary isn't very good. I, I, I like these guys in this range and I'm high on him. And then a guy that I'm super down is Marquise Brown. I got him minus 10 spots ahead of expert consensus rankings. I love Hollywood Brown, but Kyler has not looked his way much. This offense is consolidating around Trey McBride, which is crazy to think. Uh, people have been super optimistic in their rankings of Hollywood and I get it, but he has a 15% target share since Tyler, Kyler came back. I'm not going to rank him high until he wakes up. That's just where I'm at. Next range of guys here in last really range, uh, Josh Downs, wide receiver 40, Demario Douglas, wide receiver 41, Rashid Shahid, wide receiver 42, Brandon Cooks, 43, Gabe Davis, 44. Gabe, with the donuts. Stop with the donuts, Gabe. Jeez Louise, you're so inconsistent. Gabe Davis is so inconsistent. Uh, George Pickens, wide receiver 44, Jerry Judy, wide receiver 46, Jahan Dotson, wide receiver 47, and Rondell Moore. Wide receiver 48. Not much to say too much about this tier. Demario Douglas, uh, wide receiver 25 usage over the last month has a QB change now. So I don't, I don't know. Is that good? Is that bad? Or is Mac Jones playing? I don't, Belichick's not naming a starter. It's, it's a nightmare. Rashid Shahid is very interesting. It would be a really big deal if Shahid got more routes, snaps, and opportunities with Michael Thomas now out on IR, but it looks like A.T. Perry is going to see a lot of those reps. And the reason why I think it's a big deal is Shahid's chemistry with Carr, because Carr's been able to hit on deep shots with Shahid and not Alave, which is interesting, would be compounded with an uptick in usage. So I think Shahid could instantly be a really intriguing play weekly uh, if he were to see more snaps. We'll see if that uh, if that occurs. Dart throw range, you know, Pickens is interesting. Uh, Jeremy Fowler reports that George Pickens could be a major um, winner of the Matt Canada firing, which could make sense. He could see better usage, more opportunities with a less limited route tree. So he might get to run different routes that are winners for fantasy instead of those just go routes that Kenny Pickett cannot hit, those prayer yards as George Pickens gets. Jerry Judy is interesting in this range too, but Cleveland is a brutal matchup. I like Rondell Moore. Seems to have some sort of consistency here with Kyler. Uh, I don't know if you can bank on that at all, but if you're in a pinch, he's interesting. I think Shahid is definitely the guy. And then Gabe, you know, Philly doesn't have a good secondary. For every reason I like Diggs, I could like Gabe Dave, but 
this uh, this offense seemed to be consolidating around Dalton Kincaid, <laughs> Dalton Kincaid and and James Cook, just like we drew it up. But those are the top forty-eight wide receivers for this week. Appreciate you for tuning in. Have a great Thanksgiving, people. Seriously, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of this. Following along, enjoy time with loved ones if you're able to watch all three games tomorrow. Tip of the cap to you. Enjoy football. Enjoy family. Enjoy delicious food. And thank you, everybody, for being a part of this. Happy Thanksgiving. Until next time.